I guess I better go live quickly because uh, I don't think it's StreamYard. I just did a speed test on my computer or internet. Looks fine. I think it's StreamYard. I honestly do. They grew so fast and added so many bells and whistles. It's like you have one job to make a Super Chats on YouTube. That's it. That's your job. Anyway, I want to tell you a story. Now, I'm going to tell you a story. And uh, it's kind of like relatively recent, but it's, it's a lesson if your girls want it. Okay? I know you know everything. I know the entire preponderance of Western civilization has blown so much. All that smoke coming out of Canada was blown right up your ass chute. That's where all that smoke was blown. And you got all the answers at 19. But let me tell you a story. And it's just for posture. I know, guys. Guys, I know. I know. Sit down. Sit down, guys. I know. I know they're not going to listen. I know. This is for posterity. So that when I'm long dead and ancient, uh, not ancient, future historians go back and dig up the ancient YouTube archives. And say, Why did the population just die? Look at this guy over here. And then I'll have the reputation of Marcus Aurelius. All right. Oh, he's really pissed off, though. Yeah, Marcus is probably pissed off, too. You girls don't know who that is. Never mind. You know pop culture and Taylor Swift. You don't know Roman history. Okay. Play the war date game. What's that? Look it up. Ask girls, when was World War II? They won't know. They don't know. When was World War I? They'll guess it was later than World War II. You think I'm making that up? Anyway, if we haven't really pissed off the women, I don't know what it is. Let me tell you the story. There is, not was, <clears throat> there is this girl. And I've known her for well over a decade now. And I met her in my travels and travails throughout the United States. And she comes from a poor family. Her parents made bad decisions, not her fault. Her sister, of course, became a teenage pregnant mom because that's how you get out of poverty. Um, and she, I, she has... Not, not that there's anything necessarily wrong with this. This is human nature. But she absolutely abhors work. Absolutely. That doesn't mean she don't work. She just wants to do the absolute minimum amount. And she's not wealthy. She wants a guy. And uh, she was pretty at one time. But guess what happened? Naturally, she gained weight and she gained enough weight that she was no longer physically attractive. We've already lost all the women in the West because that's impossible. Women are beautiful at any size, in any age, no matter how many gray pubes they got above their hoo-ha and how dried up it is. Who cares that the, her boobs look like race? That's a beautiful woman. How dare you judge? How dare you have preferences, sir? You're not a human being. You're a robot. Do what we, what we tell you. Like what we tell you to like. <clears throat> and when I met her, it was, how could I say, it was apparent that somebody, she, she was barely going to survive, barely going to survive on her own. She would need government assistance. She would need help with the family. She, she'd work, but there, there was going to be no wealth. There would be no retirement. She would not work up enough money to cover her expenses and then start squirreling away for retirement. This person was barely going to get by in life. And in times past, a, a husband would have taken care of this. Uh, she would have been an okay mom, you know, had the kids. Maybe not. Maybe just been a trophy. Well, whatever. <clears throat> she gained some weight. 
And so a couple times I try to help out my friends, but I've, I've learned, you know, people prefer food people. And this is not a, this is not a, I'm not berating these people. Some people put more value on a life of leisure and ease and food and, and, uh, the avoidance of pain, meaning the avoidance of working out and exercising, which I like, all right. Uh, some people are not like some people, apparently some people in the world don't want to charge up no 8,000 foot mountain with me. Can you imagine that? Actually, a schism between the, the gym bros and the hiking bros, like be like, I can't, the, the gym guys can't stand cardio and the cardio guys can't stand the gym. I, it, it, it's true. But some people did just, it. it's like, no, it's so painful. It's so bad. I'd rather live this unfulfilled life where there's, in women's case, there's not going to be a husband. There's not going to be a man. There will not be a family of my own. There will not be any children. <clears throat> and, and I'll just eat my food and have a good, and, but I think she was accepting of that. She wasn't there pining. Why can't I find a man? Wasn't happening. Well, anyway, for whatever reason, which I'm left to conclude was philosophical thought and and a completely um self-perpetuated it was all her responsibility her her uh not fault she didn't do anything wrong she did something incredibly right it was her uh due to her <clears throat> her own individual choices she may have thought about things and also she says i'm sick of this i want to lose weight now at this point of our story Maybe you ladies might want to go talk to your therapists. Maybe you want to take a break, put it on pause. Uh, this is no doubt triggering. You're all suffering PTSD from the things I've already said. But why don't you go put it on pause, talk to your therapist, and come back when you're ready. <clears throat> all right, now you're back. And what she did was she decided that she was going to not only exercise regularly at the gym, she was also going to diet. Sorry, trigger warning. And what was, and she's posting the occasional picture. <clears throat> I'm not one for encouragement. You either do this stuff or you don't. I don't give a shit. But I'm like, hey, you're looking good. Because she was like, hey, look at you. And, you know, how many, God, what, 65% of the women in the United States are like this? It's like, there's a pretty girl underneath all that fat. There is. You've seen like she got a pretty face. She'd be gorgeous if it weren't for all that fat blocking it. Well, oh, by God, by golly, here comes well-endowed Molly. Guess what happened after five, six months of religiously going to the gym and dieting? Not only did she lose the weight, and she's very attractive. I mean, she's like, hey, look at this gal over here. <clears throat> Guess what happened? Well, several guys started asking her out. Could you imagine that? It's almost like it's biologically programmed. The plot of the story. <laughs> Shock. Third act. And one guy she happened to like. And also be physically attracted to. And I don't think it was more. I mean, okay, five months you start off. But. When she started looking good, I don't think it was more than a month, certainly no more than two, where she was officially good looking. And then also now she's got a boyfriend. How did that happen? Doobie, dabby, dabby, doobie. It is a Scooby-Doo mystery.
And of course, I'm uh, facetiousness aside, being a dickhead, it's so fucking hilarious, but it's only more pathetic than it is hilarious that you girls sit there for how many decades now? How many decades? Just sit, trying everything under the sun. Aside from just being physically attractive for men, instead of like the, the logical common sense thing saying, what do men want? Maybe we ought to deliver that. <clears throat> oh my God, look, I got a guy. I'm just amazed how many generations have gone by where you got the fat shaker and whatever bullshit Oprah was telling you and the Jenny Craig and all and curves and oh, we, we lift the foot up every hour and that's our workout. It's just for women. And then crying, you can't find no man, which this girl didn't do. I just sit here amazed. Because this is, there's no, there's no gray. There's no room for debate. There's no debate. You're wrong. I'm right. You're not physically attractive. Guys aren't going to go out with fat chicks. Complain and howl at the moon and call everybody names and come up with the most delusional theory that men have been socially conditioned and can therefore, therefore be socially conditioned out of it. <clears throat> no, no, yet another grain of sand on the mountain of sand, on the balance of truth and lies, showing you that if you're thin and physically attractive, men will ask you out. <clears throat> and the thing I want to point out is, okay, now she looks very young. She looks good, but she's in her thirties now, younger thirties. And another lie you girls keep telling yourself is age doesn't matter. Okay, fine. Again, this is for posterity. This is going to convince a single girl. But all I could sit and think about for a while there was like, if this girl had just done this or... <clears throat> Sit down. Get, everyone got their sitting down chairs. Everyone ring your bell. Your southern uh, antebellum south bell. Ring it to fetch Beauregard so he may catch you, get you your fainting couch. Everyone in their fainting chairs. Or maybe if you girls just didn't get fat after high school in the first place, I thought, well, she could have saved herself a decade in this one category of life. Now, not career, not... <clears throat> not spiritual development, not financial development. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in, in her romantic life, she would have saved herself a decade. And not only a decade, but this is a decade of her youth. Now, she is very fortunate to have good genetics and look very good for, a, I think, a 32 or 33-year-old woman. But not every woman has that. I, I know you girls don't need no. I know. Shh, 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 shh. We've heard it for decades. Thank you. You... Save your breath. You needn't repeat it. Just sit there and stew. <clears throat> but that's still a price to pay. Ten years of your youth and beauty as a woman, if you are interested in attracting members of the opposite sex. That's, that's horrible. That's a horrible price to pay because you're just too damn lazy. It is. And whereas ten years of a woman's youth uh, when it turn when when it comes to the sexual marketplace and and romance and all that, that's usually that's a death blow. Usually it's over. You're not going to get the guy you could have. 
had you you had more foresight and not been raised by a single mom or a feminist or men hating teachers your entire life you know if, if you had the <clears throat> sit down if you had the what is it sympathy or the ability to think of the not even altruism but but the capacity to think of what other people's incentives might be you wouldn't have wasted that 10 years but that that can be a crippling blow to many women if you waste your 20s and for the most part, most young women, as, as do most men, you boys are pissing away your money on dumb things as well, but I'm just pointing this out. <clears throat> but this girl only wasted 10 years. I Man, if I don't see it with my own generation, watching the 40-somethings and 50-somethings, 40 is the new 25? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the, the, the temper tantruming, I see. With you girls putting up fat ads, celebrating obesity. Of course, that's just corporations getting you guys to part with your money. You don't realize that. I don't know. What are we on? Our third fat activist that has died under the age of 40? I don't think one of them didn't even make it to 30. <clears throat> Where you keep believing this bullshit that, that big is beautiful, men don't have requirements that are biologically hardwired. This fat, it's fascinating watching you bang your head against this wall thinking someday it's going to break and all you're doing is bloody in your face or in the case more realistically you're wasting your youth and beauty and any shot you have with a guy that you would settle for or like or enjoy physically being attracted to and i looked at her and i'm let's let's do some math like just think about this <clears throat> is it hard to go to the gym yes it is is it hard to diet? Yes, it is. Although it does get easier. My technique is I just don't eat till at least 2 p.m. And if, if I'm going to do like, I don't I try not to eat till about five, but I will have a brave. Uh, I will have like a little bit of fat. I will have a keto ball, but that'd be like one thing. And I won't have that certainly not till noon. And then you just go and you work out. Yes. <clears throat> so it, it doesn't hurt that much. Your body adapts to it. But it, it is a pain. It is a price. There's a time investment. Okay. So let, let's just do, let's just do some quick math here. Five months at the gym. Let's say you're going three days a week. Five times four. That's 20. Let's add two weeks for the third of a week. That's each month. So we're at 22 weeks, three days at the gym. That's 66 visits to the gym. Am I doing that right so far? an hour okay so that's 66 hours that's one and a half work weeks one and a half work weeks and she dieted which does not take action because that's not work but it is depriving yourself of food or limiting yourself to food <clears throat> that you may not like so a week and a half of work and giving up a vice shall we say for five months and she now has a guy Maybe it's not the one she's going to marry till death do him part. I'm just, just saying. Do you girls spend more? Do you think you spend more of the course of your life from, I don't know, when do they, when did the feminists start getting into your brain and put, putting the poison in there? 12, 13? Men are evil. They're bad. How dare they? Men only want one thing. You damn right we do. Get it through your fucking heads. <laughs> Which they, I know, I know, posterity, I know. But the math, going back to the math, so for a week and a half of work, spread out, amortized over five months, 
and giving up a vice, is that less of a price to pay than an entire life of rationalizing, of crying yourself to sleep and torturing yourself? Because I'm an alcoholic, all right? And I would torture myself should I have the drink. So I know what that is, kind of like, oh, if I, well, if I do this, if I do that, if I go for a walk and all that. Which actually I would do. Sometimes I would. Well, if I bike to that town, I could get hammered and bike all the way back home. Actually, those are some good times. Those are some good times biking across the prairie. <clears throat> but when you add up all the all the diet books and the diet podcasts and the and the this thing and the that thing and the reading of the Oprah and the listening to the Oprah, but the not doing of anything and the mental torture over what I gotta imagine. From 13 to when, when is like the absolute end of a woman's sexual, like say 53, let's just say four decades where you, where you care about men anymore, like menopause, you're pretty much in menopause uh, at 53, right? So you don't really care that much about guys anymore. So from 13 to 53, just to keep it a round number of 40 years, do you think you've wasted more calories of energy simply worrying about this bullshit? Than if he had just gone to the fucking gym, set down the fucking ho-hos, and like my buddy, all of a sudden got yourself a fucking man? <clears throat> I know the answer. It's not even, it's not even close. It's not even close the amount of energy and work and labor you put in to avoid being attractive or to rationalize not than if you just did without the food and hit the gym. Not even the just go for long walks. Listen to your health podcast while you go for long walks. <clears throat> and what, as, as the philosopher economist in me, I just love it. Where here's another no-daw moment. Here's another bit of empirical data. Oh my God, the girl who lost the weight ended up getting the guy. To me, my macabre fascination is how many literally hundreds of millions, maybe over the generation and billions of Western women are going to believe this feminist, Marxist, man-hating bullshit, yet still pine for guys with giving absolutely no consideration to what they buy. It's not like a choice. Not like a choice. <clears throat> we don't say, well, I choose to like the thin girls with the big bodacious tatas. No, it's programmed. But I love, I am fascinated watching the mental acrobatics generation after generation of women go through to ignore this reality because are you, a, whatever it is, is part of the, the, philosoph the philosophizing. <clears throat> are you afraid of labor? Are you so afraid of labor that you're more afraid of labor than love? Do you love food more than you love good sex? What? I'm fascinated. Because the behavior tells me, now that is ultimately all that matters is the choice. If I look at it, it looks like women love food and sloth more than they love guys. The exact same thing could be leveled against men to be intellectually fair and honest. Because what is it? God, the number keeps going up. It used to be 70%. Now I think we're at 75 or 75% of people. That includes the younger people. Maybe it's the younger people like, 67, 68, maybe 70, and overall, 75% of the population is overweight. But if essentially the same percentage of men and women are overweight, 
which indicates to me you love food, laziness, and sloth, then you want or love or desire sex, romance, whatever else, uh, companionship that comes from the opposite sex. Both men and women. <clears throat> and I just, wow, man, what are you alive for? <laughs> This is your life? This constant tortured? Because I understand women don't want men that much. Again, the polling data, men are about seventh in young dating marriage age women's lives. They get there about seventh. But you inevitably <clears throat> bump off the, the, the first six. And then you get to the point like, okay, I got everything stabilized, the finances and the, my career, my education. I got my triple masters. and Okay, I'm this and that. And then you're like, well, now it's time to get a man. Well, how much do you want a man? Well, you want a man, but you're not going to give up the food. So what should be there in this polling is food, but but not. I think we're back. Hang on. I'm going to wait till that chart gets better. Bear with me. All right. We're back now. Sorry about that. There should be some word that you combine that combines gluttony and sloth. I, I guess it'd be called leisure <clears throat> to an unhealthy level. Just admit it. You want a leisure, luxurious, relaxing, easy life. An easy life. An easy life. And why don't you put, and just be honest about it. And I've said it a million times before. If the food and the leisure and the avoidance of pain is more important than men and love and sex, just admit it. But then stop ruining your life bitching about men. But man, do I have a frontline show to watch you all complain about men. It's wonderful. It's not Cox. It's not Cox. <clears throat> this is um it's and it's not my internet. I did a speed test on my internet. It's StreamYard. It's StreamYard that's doing it. So there you go. I, I find it fascinating. I find it interesting. Um let's go to super chats. We got one. My truth, five bucks. Big is beautiful. Menopause is the new fertile 23. But Chad, it's hard to stay in shape. And my prince will come. You will accept these truths and like it. Right. Right. I I just couldn't care. Is that all we had? That may be all we had. Let me double check because I don't want to miss because we cut in and out. I don't know if that reset the... What it does is... Did I start at three? How long have we been going? Yeah. Okay. Nope. That was it. We only got one. All right. Anyway, so... Link below for any of you rare and exceptional girls decide to like take matters into your own hand and res be responsible and affect your future, affect your outcomes. I have a couple links below. One asshole consulting. If you want to know how to get to guys, call me up. Well, don't call me up. Email me. I don't talk to people. Unless, but it's $300 an hour. Then I talk to people. If if you serious, do you want to get a guy? I'll, I'll help you. But you got you to gotta really want it. 
So assholeconsulting.com. Also linked below is a link to a course called The Dad You Never Had. It is co-ed. I had to think about if I was a father, if I had sons and daughters, because men and women are different. Yes, they are. Go go pass on your fainting couch. There is stuff for girls in there too. And since you probably were brought up without a father or your dad was a pussy and then, you know, was worried that your mom would divorce him or whatever. There's just no father. I'll admit that there are no fathers. Fathers have failed America. Mothers failed America too, but fathers have failed America. Guess what, girls? Your dad was the first guy in your life that you should have picked up some basic things about men. Right. And your dad should have sat you down and talked to you, but we don't do that anymore because dad's just some dumb oaf. And then we wonder why everyone's on antidepressants. Girls, yeah, whining cats and crying and sobbing. <laughs> so there's that. And then the, <clears throat> what was the third one that I had linked below? Dan, you never had. Oh, the menu. Life without the opposite sex. Finally, in conclusion, if you girls don't, want to put in the effort that is required to get men please stop wasting your life chasing after men it's that simple you want to be you want to get into this nightclub it's a hundred dollar cover charge but i don't want to pay the hundred dollar cover charge well then you're not getting in so stop wasting your life trying to figure a way to get into this impenetrable nightclub. The only way to get into this nightclub is to spend a hundred bucks. You don't want to spend the hundred bucks. Find something else to do with your Saturday night, but this isn't your Saturday night. This is your life. And I see a lot of women ruining their lives. Like this young girl did for 10 years, pining for guy. Well, admittedly, she wasn't the, the, the core of uh, <clears throat> her purpose in life, but all you girls, men are there. Oh my God. I can't believe all these dumbass talk shows. Hey, it's fine to give up on guys. Stop wasting your life. Stop bitching about men. And go live your own life to the best of your non-men in your life ability. And that's what the menu is. The the financial geniuses over, well, I think it's Morgan Stanley. They're the one, again, they came up with the rise of the she economy. Well, they're forecasting half of you ain't going to be married 45%. All right? And that's fine. That's a choice. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do with your life? And I recommend one, you stop crying. Two, you stop secretly pining for men. Three, you just give it up so it stops ruining and lessening your day. Four, stop crying yourself to three, asleep. Five, no, you don't need the box wine. And six, go live a life. And you'll find that in the menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. It's a menu. It's a book. It's got shareables. We're both men and women appetizers. There's the men's menu because men and women are different. And then there's the woman's menu. And read through that. It's liberating. It's free. I love how you girls are, you claim to be, we're finally liberated from men. We don't need men to live anymore. We don't need them for survival. Yes, but you still are enslaved by them because you somehow want them. I'm saying truly be free, sister. Liberate yourself psychologically, emotionally. Go live a life because you ain't going to, if you ain't going to get thin, then you ain't going to get the guy. And since there ain't going to be the guy in your life, you better make sure that you live your life to the best of your ability. And you do not need no man. You do not need him. I'm saying go avail yourself of the freedom that comes with that. You can find that in the menu. All right, we got two two super chats. Free gender, two bucks. How do I send you emails for long form Q&A? 
go to assholeconsulting.com. It's where you send all requests. And I charge, right? So free gender, you better, you, I swear to God, I don't know what happened to 2023. Get to the fucking point. I know you Zoomers and millennials were taught by your teachers like, well, it has to be four pages minimum. And you think that's every email or memo. Get to the goddamn point. And the longer it is, the more I charge. On average, you're charging about $40 uh, per, per request. Did you know, Matt, two Canadian, the snake came to Eve in the Garden of Eden first. I Okay, yeah, I know the allegory. I know the, the parable. I know. Um, <clears throat> fine. Okay, there might be some historical ancient wisdom with that. It's Women are capable of choice. They are capable of choice. They display it all the time. You guys just enable it. Bill Burr, the greatest thing said in a thousand years was by, I'm being deadly serious. <clears throat> Women are surrounded by this tornado of misinformation and nobody corrects them because we want to fuck them, right? And if you were just truth, if all men were just truthful with women and let them survive and let them support themselves, this wouldn't be a problem. But there's always some guy that's going to lie to a girl to get in her pants. And these girls start to actually believe the bullshit they've been told. They think they're brave. They actually think they're oppressed when the world bends over backwards for them. It's legal to discriminate against men in this society for government contracts, scholarships, whatever else. And they're just, oh, so oppressed. All right, that that came. You don't get that mentality by making someone endure reality and suffer the the consequences of their their choices. Girl doesn't change the oil; engine blows up. How many guys are coming in there and put a new engine in just for the for the chance they might get laid? So I don't think there's something. But ugly girls, they got to get good GPAs. They got to get good skills. They got to they got to well, at least in the olden days, the ugly girls were nice. Other girls end up going in IT, computers, accounting, all that other stuff. Make good money because they didn't get bailed out. And they they did show genuine responsibility and agency. My truth, five bucks. Genuine question, Cappy. Do you think Stanley's economy accounted for men going gold and all variants of GTAL <clears throat> into their study and forecast big wrench? Um, I don't think I read through it. I don't think. It was more of a marketing study. It was showing how different sectors uh, would grow over the next uh, decade, basically to 2023 or 2030. Sorry. It was not talking about the larger macroeconomic effects. Uh, they absolutely did not account for that. No one is accounting for that. Uh, maybe my next book coming up is going to talk about it. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Uh, no, no one's accounted for that. I've, I've indicated it to it before. Several other men have talked about it. Um, the trade shortage with Mike Rowe, he's been on this for a long time. Um, but <laughs> the world has no idea what's coming. No, I do. That's why I bought food. That's why I got tools. That's why I'm doing all I can on my house. So that when the electricity runs out or there ain't no gas, that's admittedly a very, very bad scenario. Probably worst case. It's like I could still live. But I'd love to see all these girls in New York with their, you know, writing for free for the Huffington Post 
what happens when the electricity goes out in New York and all their soy boy millennial boyfriends from Brooklyn, they got some nice beard cream, but they can't fix, they can't, I don't know, wire a house, they can't fix a toilet, they can't, they don't even have the tools to cut wood. <clears throat> That's coming. That's coming. All right, that it, that's it. All right, so I got the things linked below. Uh, all right, toodles. You're such an asshole. So, um, I, I rarely do we hear good news. And obviously I'm very happy to hear about, uh, the student loan bailouts being eliminated or ruled against because it's, it's not being emotional. I think all it was, was theft. It's all it was. Uh, and like many of you, uh, I busted my ass off in college i didn't take student loans i took the loans i put them in a cd earned six to seven percent pretty good rate of return but i worked full-time went to school full-time i dropped from 147 pounds to 118 i was cold and suffered tremendously and i have nothing but 100 pure hatred for people who now just went to college had a luxurious ex experience like they were privileged genuinely privileged to have the college experience not the one i had <clears throat> but the one that was propagandized to them and sold no different and i've talked about this that the college experience not a college education the college experience is like a wedding where it's it's viewed as a birthright and you know women have her day like that's the most important day in a women's life not the thousands that come after it between the marriage and the divorce those those don't count it's that first day so all downhill from there <clears throat> uh they're they're entitled to it and i don't mean that in the political sense but it is viewed as a birthright a rite of passage or a, a tradition that you get to look forward to and as marriages died out and uh, generally women are not as interested in marriage and men aren't either the universal uh, American experience, the universal birthright that has come to replace that is the college experience where you get to go to this magical place where everyone's very intelligent. You're intelligent, even though you're not. You're a moron that signed up for $120,000 a student loan for a worthless, stupid joke of a degree. <clears throat> and, and I saw it. I saw it was like looking in the, in the, in the candy window. I'm not joking. I mean, very literally, you know, it would be minus 20 outside. I'd be patrolling. It sucked. And then you'd look at these rich kids from the suburbs or, or maybe not super rich, but they had their student loans, you know, and they'd be sitting there sipping their espresso and reading the book and all like cozy dressed like. What's her name? Not Molly. What was the girl from the 90s? Bobbit, some some gal, she wore a crazy hat. Um, God, what was she's an act? She had she, the actress now heads up Jeopardy. What was the starring role she had when she was younger? Younger gal, 
<clears throat> anyway, it doesn't matter. But they'd all be warm and they'd read their books and they were so intellectual and they were discussing. They'd have their dormitory talks and how they're going to save the world because we're 19. We just know so much. I didn't have that. <laughs> it was cold. Now, maybe many of you, you ate food, lived in warm places. And didn't pay cash for college. You didn't work full-time, go to school full-time. You paid it off down the road, working a second job or doing it without. Somehow you 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 paid your, your debts back. Returned the money that wasn't yours with the interest you agreed upon. <clears throat> but you also suffered and paid the, paid the price. And, uh, but I, I, I looked at him like, man, that is, that would have been nice. What would have been like to go and have the college experience? Were you think that the future is bright and you're going to get laid and you're intelligent and you're just, oh, so my goodness, I'm so smart. Oh, I, I listen to Noam Chomsky. He's so intelligent. The solution obviously is just more of other people's money. Oh my goodness. I just, I, we're going to have these conversations that I, like it is peak American hubris and arrogance, but spoiled rottenness where you not only got all your food, clothing and shelter paid for, but you got all this smoke blowing up your ass. So you're somehow intelligent or worth a worthy human that's going to, you know, positively affect society. I was like, no, you're just going to be a parasite at the end of it. <clears throat> and so they, they that that's what they had. That's the that's the college because of this birthright. And so now that they've had this birthright, they signed up for it. They're entitled to it. Now all of a sudden the bill comes due. And I'm happier than hell they, the, after much procrastination and all that and political wrangling. Now it's like, no, pay back your loans. So I'm very happy with that. But what I, I, I realize is kind of two things. One, well, how do I want to do it? First, let's go through the experience and then we'll talk about the political argument that came with the student loan bailouts. So follow along on the experience of, I would say the average American college student, but certainly those who are asking for a bailout. Here you are, there you're this young high school kid. High school sucks, guy, K through 12 sucks. And your teachers and parents and media all taught you that college, college experience was the most important fun part of your life ever. <clears throat> it's the only thing you get to look forward to. You put your all into it, including your youth, four years, 48 years, depending on someone. You sign up for $100,000, $200,000 worth of loans and all that. And then once, it's not when you throw your graduation cap in the air. That's not the peak. The peak is then the graduation parties that come after. And that's it. That's the peak. That's why I want to look for a picture. I want to find a picture of a kid playing acoustic guitar on college campus. Because I always I got to see that. I was like the kid in, looking in the candy shop when it's cold outside. <clears throat> where that was the, that was the peak. Sitting on the, the campus uh, grounds on a nice spring day. All the way up to the graduation party. Where, oh my God, here's some money and you're going to be great. And that was the peak. Because after that. It was a slow, so slow you didn't know why, but you're like, why am I not getting a job? Why can't I find a job? I have a 4.0, 4.5 with however the GPAs now work nowadays with my degree in journalism. Why can't I work? Well, they're not paying. The Huffington Post doesn't pay. And it's just like this slow but consistent 
plane crash, essentially, going back down to the ground of reality. And there were, there were two ways, two, two paths you could take after that. <clears throat> One, using the internet where people like me were screaming forever. There was no shortage of us saying, you were lied to, you got a worthless degree, you got to get with the real world now. And then there are those who end up for the student loan ballots, pouting and screaming, I've been lied to. Yes, you were. And just kept trying to make a go of it. Some of it would double down, go into law school or grad school, just worsening their situation. But they would never accept the path of reality. They would never say, I got a completely worthless degree. And so they would just still keep on going with this, this false value system, this uh, wrong like, oh, it's just not enough. Or they go so far as to say, well, there's something wrong with the system. There's something wrong with the system. It's like, no, you just majored in something that has, there's no demand in the world for it. You're a sociology major. Go F yourself. That's all they had. But they weren't going to go back to college and study something hard like math. So they just doubled down. And now you have these people who want student loan bailouts. And I'm, I wonder, what is that like where here you are? Like, I'm going to miss all my friends. Oh, I'm going to graduate. I'm so smart. And then there's like everyone fluffing you at the graduation party. Yes, I'm going to go. I have some resumes out. I haven't heard from anybody yet. Well, that's because you got your degree in, in whatever gender studies. <clears throat> Where now what? 10, 20 years later? I guess Gen X has a third of the student loan debt. Like, dude, that is a quarter century ago. And here you are demanding a student loan bailout. Now it's over. And now you're crying. Now you're enraged. What is it like knowing, maybe not knowing, but the fact whether you know it or not, is that you peaked in college. <laughs> like, that was it. <clears throat> you peaked. In college, you playing your acoustic guitar. Now, this is going to go way back for Gen X. Like listening to a Coke commercial. You remember that? Those are the original woke commercials. You go way back in the late 90s. It was Coke. I'd like to buy the world of Coke. La, 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 la. Sitting on a mall. Reading what is nothing more than socialist Marxist shit. The, the, the answer to all of which, the literally millions of pages you thousands of kids read and thousands of millions of pages that you wrote is just more of other people's money. That was all the studying you ever did. You summarized in that one sense. There was no intellectual stimulation. It was all fake. Just like most of, you know, marriages end in divorce, therefore nullifying her day. You guys need a student loan bailout and not getting hip to the jive with reality. Made your college experience null and void. And that is so sad. Here you are, some dopey, drunk or high kid. Maybe not even on booze or drugs. Maybe just, you know, sanctimonious suburbanite worth. Like you're so smart. You're Jessica and Jesus, Jason Christ. You're going to save the world. You're going to save the planet. That was it. That was it. <clears throat> and you were only like at most 30% dead at that time. You still had 70% of your life to live. And now, depending on your age, it's it's past halftime. 
Oh, your youth is all gone. Ladies, your beauty is all gone. It, your youth is gone. And here you are, 30, 40, sometimes 50 years old, still begging for a student loan bailout. How sad. You wasted it. You wasted your life. I don't care what they taught you in college. I don't care how wedded you are to the ideas. Your ideas have failed you to the point it has cost you at minimum your youth. And if you don't turn around and change the rest of your life. <clears throat> and I'm like, wow, what losers. Oh, yeah, I really wish I was you. I wish I could be warm on the inside drinking uh, what was then probably a $4 cup of espresso. Reading your Sylvia Plath. Oh, my God. We're going to a poetry slam. Here you are. What? No love, no gift. Financially destitute. You're so financially destitute. You need a student loan bailout. You. It's over. It's all downhill. It's been downhill forever. Since the 90s or the odds or even the 2010s and 20 teens. <clears throat> there it was that what what's on your tombstone i got good grades in college you didn't live life at all you never you, you never you never peaked in the real world it was school you know i guess we could argue some people don't even go to college peak in high school which is true go out to the rural communities well, at least they don't have student loan debt they're just doing math i don't choose your poison but i just want to point that out that's it you peaked in college with huge financial support. <laughs> it wasn't like you. Like, yeah, it's real hard to get a 4.0 in English when you're a native speaker of the language and mom and dad and the government and your student loans pay for everything. That must be really hard. <clears throat> but then on the, the, the rationalization, the political argument that I saw, and this is coming from the left where I'm going to go back. We're going to, I'm going to travel back. And I'm going to say the same thing. <clears throat> the argument that I saw is like, well, we need the student loan bailouts so we can finally start our own lives. So we can form families. So we can start businesses. Honest to God, look it up. Go read the rationalization. To which I would say, uh, excuse me. You have so pissed poorly managed your life that after 5, 10, 20, 25 years, you have not paid back your student loans. You are, at, you are literally, by definition, a thief. You are a net parasite. You are dependent. These are not pejorative or um, <clears throat> trying to insult you. I am describing you accurately. You are, a, with money, you are a child. You are not responsible with money. You are not responsible, period. And you think that if we bail you out, on average, $36,000, you're going to start a, something as responsible and serious as a family? You're going to go become a homeowner? You're going to, that was my favorite. That was my favorite one. Here you are. You can't pay back your student loans, but you're going to start a business. Mm -hmm. That's right. No. Let me tell you what you're going to do. You're going to achieve nothing. You will achieve nothing. We, <clears throat> you could even get your student loan bailout. You still would have achieved nothing. Right? Because you are, you're just bad at life. You make bad decisions.
you're lazy and you're irresponsible. That's why you're a 30 or 40 or heaven help you 50 something asking for a student loan bailout. And if you got the bailout, it, what would it have mattered? Okay, now you got a little bit less financial stress. You're, like, you're still going to piss away the rest of your life. The peak of your days was college. The peak of your days was when you were 21 and drunk and stupid at some dumbass party or some dumbass concert. That was it. <clears throat> that was it. If you need government money, if you need bailouts like the banksters, you're, you're not going to have, a, there's nothing to your life. And if you want to salvage the remaining period or half or quarter or the last four innings of your life, you're going to have to make changes. And I strongly recommend you do because that's all you got is your life. That's it. And if you don't make a change, if you don't make the change that all the responsible adults did by paying off the student loans, getting serious with the finance, da, 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 da. Your life is going to be what it was between and like you going to all the graduation parties and people lying to you like, oh, yeah, you graduated. McAllister, good for you. To now, that's going to be from now till you're dead. I mean, you could get the government, but you still won't. And so there's, <clears throat> there's no opportunity cost. We weren't... There was nothing. You weren't going to be bailed out for, for any reason. There was no hope. There was no production. There was going to be no family. There was going to be no business. There was going to be no house. You wouldn't know how to take care of the house. You wouldn't have the money to pay the property taxes. You're the problem. You're the problem. And that's why your life peaked in college which was an artificial environment financed by other people's money. You did nothing, nothing but regurgitate leftist talking points and instilling your brain a victimhood mentality and life philosophy. And that's what's killing you now. And I'd implore you as a fellow human being that cares about human life, why don't you stop it and try something different? Work a part-time job here, which you're going to have to now. And make life changes about your values. Like, hey, maybe I ought to, maybe I ought to pull a Tom Brady at the last moment versus the Seattle Seahawks and win the Super Bowl. And you'd have something to point to. But right now, right now, once you, man, think about this. I didn't think about this, but think about this. How many obituaries are going to be, say, thirty to fifty years from now, depending on the age, graduated from college, and that's it. Like there was no, did the, oh yeah, you got your standard. We, we helped out at the animal shelter, was a good environmental, whatever, whatever things you can just say you are, armchair slacktivism. All right, fine. You can, you can have that, but you didn't do anything. <clears throat> didn't leave a family, didn't start a business, didn't have a prestigious career, long serving, blah, blah, blah. That was it. You, gra you, you graduated from college. College, oh my goodness, life on easy mode. Ooh, it's like being a Canadian. It's just like, hey. <laughs> Let's be very clear. You weren't going to start no successful family. I mean, you might have had sex and had kids, but you weren't going to have a successful family. You weren't going to start successful businesses, and you certainly weren't going to run a house because you can't even pay back your student loans. How was that? Was that cool, man? Play acoustic guitar. 
sitting on the college campus, thinking you're all smart. Was that fun 15 years ago? And then you weren't those good times? Yeah. And then you had to start using your own money, which you didn't work up. I always, it, it, I didn't, it wasn't like, I, I mean, yeah, I was, I was envious. Like, well, yeah, I'd like to be inside and having food, but was like, oh, those rat bastards. Now I'm like, oh, that was it. Like that is, that's the most wicked joke God or nature or reality played where like they pumped you up so much to think so highly of yourself and that you had all the answers. And now here you are after the Supreme Court ruled, uh, you gotta, gotta pay back your loans. Wow. That sucks, man. That has got to be a huge mind fuck. That has got to be a huge mind fuck. Oh, well. I guess you're no longer privileged. I guess you get to join us normal people. Us blue-collar types that got to work and pay back our debts. So there you are. But that was it. Y'all peaked in college. Y'all peaked in college. Russellville, not a Russellville. No, they're going up. <clears throat> not to. I'm not trying to compete against them today. Yeah, I needed a break, and I need to do my own stuff. Um, I, uh, because of the house, I, not even talking the internet. It was, I needed to work on the house and get some projects done. And I also wanted to enjoy, uh, South Dakota during summer. Uh, so I'm not on rules here. I will be returning in fall. Um, once I kind of finish some things, John and audit two bucks, checking in any Europe travel tips. Hope you're well, uh, go to all the tourist destinations. Don't drive. Don't just, just go to where the tourist destinations are. And prepare to lose a lot of weight because they don't serve food in Europe. They just don't. They don't serve food in Europe. Why are they so much thinner? Because they don't serve food in Europe. There's no food. They're like, oh, my God, let's be like Africa in the 80s. What? No food. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Best thing I had food-wise in Europe was a big man. I'm sorry, a Whopper. It was a Whopper. M&M. Five Canadian bucks. But Cappy, I have a degree. The loss of supply and demand won't apply to me when I enter a flooded job market. Yeah, I, I did. That's the other thing is how we've convinced so many young Americans and not so young Americans, just college going Americans that their college degree means they're smart. Like, look at all the girls like they not all, but goddamn near all of them. You girls think a college degree is the most important thing or like some kind of like real measure of intelligence or success or, or accomplishment. It's not. Now when 80%, go, go look it up. Now when 80% of you major in the world's dumb as crap, it's, it's a sign, it's a risk, it's a lie. It's quite the opposite. It means you're a conformist. You show me a girl that majors in engineering or auto mechanics, like, okay, I'll talk to you all day. Oh, wow. You're another early childhood education. I'm like, ah, I'm not gonna stand up. I'm gonna go major in child psychology. Oh my God, I can't find a job. I'm going to go to a law school. Oh my goodness, I'm going to major in HR. Okay, you're you're truly a dumb person. You're just so common. It's worse than dumb. You're just so freaking common and boring. You need to get that Rima paper 500. It's like, just that's all it is. That's all you are. <clears throat> like, oh my God, I have a master's degree in human resources. Like, okay, so you're extra stupid and extra poor and extra indebted. That, don't even get me started about it. Look, <clears throat> the whole reason you had to have a student loan bailout or that's even uh, was on the table is because of how bad these degrees were. And here these girls, they don't get it. They still think, oh my God, he doesn't have a college degree. It's like the dude 
is an industrial electrician and brings in 200,000 a year. He can wire the house in his sleep. And here you are with your master's in social work with student loan debt and a, 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 the tree of Marxism shoved up your hoo-ha, voting to take away half his money. You can't imagine why he doesn't want to settle down, but you want to give him the time of day because he doesn't have a college degree. Don't even get me started about how truly stupid people are and how, what's the word I'm, not only are they stupid about college degrees, but how we completely misvalue, misidentify what college degrees are. Garrett Howard, two bucks, majoring in real estate equals dude bro certified. Just, just become a realtor. Mystery of Otaku, 10 generous dollars. My college experience was going to actual events and stamp un student union, weekly anime club and movie showings instead of boozing up and clubbing it up. Yeah, you know, University of Maryland alumni here. Good for you, man. I I didn't have a job right off the bat. I had one semester where there was the college experience, and I played D&D &D at this frat house that wanted me to pledge. Um, <clears throat> and those were some okay times. That was like a fun three months. And then it's like, oh, I guess I better eat. And then there wasn't the fun times. Thunderbird, seven Canadian bucks. I find it so satisfying that these Gen Xers and late millennial leftists have to pay off their student loan debts by reverse mortgaging. I know, isn't it nice? Look, it's, this isn't an opinion. I'm, I'm breaking it down, brass tacks. They're thieves. That's it. They took money that wasn't theirs. They signed on the dotted line, and now they want us to bail them out. You're just thieves. I'm glad the thieves have to pay back their money. Now, they're going to fight it. And <clears throat> some people are going to say, we're not going to pay back our student loans. That's fine. You can have that albatross of debt and, you know, garnishment and everything else. You could, what's worse is you're going to have like this hope that the next Democrat president will somehow find a way and you can file. And if you work eight years for government service, then it might be for might. If you got to apply, oh my God. Just the complete sad mental state of dependence on things going about outside of your control, hopefully going your way, instead of just working another job for two to three years part-time and paying off. Ladies, you disproportionately have the debt. Look, why don't you just show your tits on the internet? Ah, look, guys don't have that option. Seriously, why don't you just go do it? I don't want to, I didn't want to patrol in 20 below zero weather either, but that's more comfortable. <clears throat> Like nothing can go wrong in their lives. Like any, they just can't do anything they don't want to do. It's like, well, if you did it, then your life would be a lot better. To the point they have no problem taking money that wasn't theirs and stealing it. It's all it is. I don't want to hear arguments about we were hoodwinked and lied to. Yes, you were. But if... You look at average balance like 33,000 at what six or seven percent. Oh my god, just work a second job and pay it off. And they're gonna get a family. It can't pay off 30 grand, but they're gonna get a family start a business. <clears throat> uh Garrett Howard, two books, studying physics plus cappy podcast equals sanity. All right, good. Make sure it's applied physics or something. So you got yourself a thing. Auto star super. Oh, yeah, auto star super chats, of course. So you guys, the link below, couple resources for you young kids. All right. Do you, Gen Alphas, do you?
do you want to be like your Gen Xers, you know, 53-year-old? God, people my age with student loan debt. Do you want to be 50-odd years old begging for a student loan bailout saying, oh, but it was usurious. I didn't, I didn't know. I wasn't so dumb, dumb. There's another contradiction. You were so smart and intelligent, had the answer to everything, but now you're just, well, I didn't know. I was dumb. Which one was it? Which one was it? By the way, you're also wrong about leftist politics. That's why you're in the situation you are now. But which one is it? Well, shouldn't you say, yeah, I should give up the right to vote? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm too stupid. I shouldn't be allowed to sign contracts. Really? Should we come up with a kind of like a second class of, of Americans where it's like, yeah, these are the people that can't sign contracts. They, they, they were so dumb. They got hoodwinked by a government loan application. It says right there. Wasn't no 20% interest. You didn't go sign up for a car loan for 20%, but that's okay. <clears throat> uh, do you kids do you kids wanna be end up like that? Or you just wanna so down below, probably the number one well, the book would have solved it all. For eleven dollars, you could have bought this book. Maybe it's thirteen dollars now. It's called Worthless, the Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. Like, imagine if all these people were engineers and tradesmen, we'd have a lot more housing and a lot better bridges. We would. We wouldn't have problems now, would we? <clears throat> There's also how not to become a millennial. It's every mistake the millennials made because they were lied to. Absolutely, millennials. I'm agreeing with you 100%. You were lied to. You just keep doubling down on the lies. Your parents, teachers, guidance counselors, and professors all told you Marxist Democrat shit. Do you remember the president's mouth you had in your cock? It was President Obama. Mm, mm, mm. Do you remember all the stuff they told you? All right, but you keep voting Democrat. I I don't get it. Do you not understand? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <clears throat> you made mistakes because you were lied to disproportionately by leftists. Please stop doing leftist shit. But then I'd have no purpose and meaning in life. Yes, the, the policy, politics of parasitism is just so valuable. Anyway, so if you don't want to, please go get the book on not to become a millennial. Like, oh, look at all the mistakes and the lies they've told these young kids and now adults. And look where it ended up. And there's also the dad you never had. It's a course I offer through Teachable. That's linked down below too. If you can't find, just search Teachable, dad you never had. <clears throat> where your dad, who wasn't obviously present or was present but gave you the completely wrong information, should have told you, no, you're not going to a private liberal arts college for $200,000 for four years to major in early childhood education. When you could do it for you know, $6,000 a year at Western Governors University online for borderline free. But nothing's too good for daddy's little princess. And now she's showing off her hoo-ha on OnlyFans because daddy co-signed the loan and took a mortgage out on his house, but then got laid off and he couldn't make the payments no more. So if that's your dad, like pretty much non-existent, might as well not have even been there. Please go get, if your dad is not telling you no, your dad is not telling you, no, you're not majoring in that dumb crap. No, you got to go get a job. <clears throat> if your dad is not a dick, you need that course. 
Because otherwise, you're going to be the 32-year-old spinster. I need a soda low bailout, and I hate men. You want to hate an entire sex? Go to college. <laughs> oh, my God. Atham found his wallet, $5. My college experience was working 90 hours a week plus school. There we go. Sleeping almost nothing. Remember nearly passing out at the wheel, 45 minutes commute often. It sucked. Yeah, but see, this is why you're an interesting person and why people like you. This is why you actually have an intellectually rewarding life and mind and philosophy. And you will always, you always have your sisters. Your sisters love you. Don't know why, but they do. <clears throat> you always have that, that short CPA midget from Chicago to go do your drugs in downtown Reno. You'll always have these people. And consequently, you haven't wasted your life. You have an interesting life. You have a story to tell. I'm not kidding. Like reams of paper, man. Oh my God, I got student loan bail. I need it. I majored in what? Political science. And I vote Democrat. And I'm just like all the other NPC robots out there. Why can't I find a guy? Oh my God, it's the patriarchy. Are you even alive? You're a plant. You're a freaking plant. Common as blades of grass. All right, there's some resources for you young kids so you don't end up like these grown-ass, sad, pathetic adults who peaked in... Please don't peak in college, kids. For the love of God, please don't peak in college. Don't peak in college. Your life is too much more valuable than that. All right, we'll see you guys later. Toodles. You're such an asshole. Hello, children. All right. Glassless Capia left them upstairs. But I'll get an ocular migraine anyway. Uh, we have a request. And if you have an original, like original request, where you want me to talk about what I want to talk about, but I never get around to it because people always have their, their, their requests over at Asshole Consulting, you can go to assholeconsulting.com where I'm happy to talk about what I want to talk about for a change. This guy says, here, how much for like an original? I'm like, it's 35 bucks. He paid the 35. Here we are. Let us talk about my corporate managerial genius. As many of you know, I am a honors graduate, summa cum laude. That's actually true. <clears throat> From none other than the... Carlson School of Management, the Harvard of Hennepin County, the Princeton of the Midwest. No doubt many of you have heard of it. And if you have children, absolutely do not send your kids there and you should not be going to business school anyway. But many years ago in the 90s, uh, this was where, when the diversity stuff was starting to be sprinkled in and you had a bunch of know-nothing professors who never worked in the corporate world, and yet they were teaching us stuff about corporate America. That's where it started. And what I acutely remember was the the push. So as originally an economics major, so there's a little bit of philosophy and thought that goes into it. And I went to finance, of which is just like, how many dicks are you going to suck today? <clears throat> you think I'm joking. Anyway, uh, it was very clear to me that it was not 
your contribution to society, your value and worth to society certainly was not whether you were a good father or a mother, whether you had a family that was, that was long gone. This was, this is where you, where did the girl boss come from? It came from Gen X. All this woke stuff came from Gen X. We're in, we're in command now, <clears throat> but it was taught to us back in the day, but it made it very clear to me and to everyone else that your value to society was not your profession. Which to me, as a previous econ major, I'm like, BS, that is your value to society. And, and from a financial standpoint, from an economic standpoint. Whereas, so uh, let's say you're a surgeon uh, and you're, you're paid a lot of money and the surgeon would go, but I like to give back to the community. And they're, oh, they're big about that, give back to the community. I, I would raise my hand. I'd say, didn't him saving lives give back to the community? Like, I didn't understand, look, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a transaction, right? He gets paid for it so he could go and live his life and, and support himself. But he did good for society. You, know, you don't have to be a surgeon either. You could be a street sweeper. You could be a, a barista. Um, anyone who is doing their part, their share, you know, you're a landscaper, whatever. Well, I want to give back to the community. Excuse me. Wasn't the freaking, you know, literally hectares? Of acreage that you landscape and beautified, isn't that what you've given to community? And so I never understood this. Like, you must go beyond your profession. And of course, they said, well, in, in beyond your profession, which I would argue is good enough. They said, no, you must have some kind of moral, noble politics. Of course, it's politics. These are Marxist teaching. They even made didn't know they were Marxist, but that's why. And it was always of the leftist variety. You must donate to the poor. You must raise money for the children. You must, oh, environmentalism was very big. Oh, you must go and, and help out with the environment. Uh, are you hiring minorities and diversity? That kind of thing. Do you support the correct and popular thing that your corporate and political and academic overlords told you to? I'm a good person. And I, this was before I thought humans were imminently brainwashable or uh, 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 perfectly brainwashable. I'm like, they're going to see through this. This is BS. What do you mean? I got a CPA. I sat in school for six years, paid 120,000, except for all years of my youth gone. I, I balanced taxes and debits and credits. So I, there's my contribution to society. But no, people believed it. My generation fell for it hook, line, and sinker. They gobbled that cock down and said, okay, my corporate, I'm sorry, not corporate, academic overlords, whatever you want to shoot in my back of the throat. And they did. And so there's an entire generation of people, Gen Xers predominantly, who have it hardwired not only into their corporate leadership and, and, and career ethics that it's not good enough that you're the HR director or that you're a <clears throat> foreman or a lineman or a plumber. You have to do something beyond that. And, and I would argue not only does it go beyond your career and profession where it's like, okay, did you donate to the United Way? Because many people in my generation and younger have nothing but their career. The only thing outside of their career would be the politics that they previously were nudged into or kind of crowbarred into uh, having before and you see that like on people's dating profiles and oh i i donate to whatever you know i got hobbies but they ain't politics they're fun 
like motorcycle riding. I'm going to go shoot some guns today. I got practice drawing. I got a new gun, by the way. I got a 45, first 45 I've ever had. I am not getting spooked by a mountain lion again. <laughs> and I'm going to win the fight. And could it go up against no mountain lion with a nine millimeter? I'm like, hey, this is, hits your ear. It's going to take off your head. <clears throat> not that I talk to mountain lions frequently. Um, but I, I have things to do in life. I, I'm gonna. Um, I like uh, cliff jumping into water. I like hiking, video games, whatever. Uh, when these people go home uh, without family, no, oh, they've abandoned religion. Oh, ha, ha, ha. worship Christianity. Oh, ha, ha, ha. you fools! Meanwhile, they're bowing down at the altar of what? Yeah, feminism, environmentalism, uh, simpism, cats. I don't know what they're, they're. They're very boring. These so they have nothing else. And so this is a huge influence, not only in their corporate world, but I'd say their, their home life as well. And so now what's happening is the, it's been, what, 25 years, almost 30. My generation, these people are the ones in charge. And a lot of you are like, why are they doing this? Why are they putting politics into everything? And as I pointed out before, it's because they don't know any better. I would also argue that uh, they had very incredibly easy lives. None of these people heading up corporate America uh, went through a Great Depression. None of them had to budget. Uh, they, you know, either got bailed out by their parents or their or the government, or they just refinance and roll over debt. None of these people had to be efficient and produce a really good service or product. Otherwise, they would sink or swim. I, I remember, you know, I've told the story before, dropped down to 118 pounds in college. I had to make account. I know what the value of a dollar is. Most of these people are from the suburbs or had some kind of life set on easy mode things. So they've never had to, <clears throat> they've never had to sink or swim. It's always been, they always had kind of like a, a cheat coat or a semi-god mode, uh, either through fiscal policy, monetary policy, just uh, or bailouts outright, especially in banking. <clears throat> so you have what I'm saying is adult children who don't know how to run companies and are so far removed from the concept of making a good product that's profitable and more important to them is their, is their politics. It's not their profession. It's the politics because they got nothing else in life. And so that's why I took, uh, I had a look of her name, Latanya, something or other. That's the black lady there. She was the diversity head of Disney, which is absurd to have a diversity head at any company, but that's all right. And Kathleen Kennedy, <clears throat> uh, who has done nothing but destroy the brand of M MCU. No, she didn't try. No, Disney certainly and Lucasfilm. I'm sorry, Lucasfilm. And a lot of you are saying, why, why are they doing this? Why are they ruining Indiana Jones? Why are they shoving politics? Like that, the concept, doesn't matter if it's conservative or liberal, liberal or libertarian. Putting politics into any product is bad. Same thing with Bud Light. Like what, <clears throat> why would she do that? The, the lady who was in charge of the Bud Light. She was a 35-year-old idiot. Maybe a little bit on the younger side, but she was a march. She too was indoctrinated with politics over profits or politics over profession. <clears throat> and so that's why there is this inconsistency where the regular normal movie going beer guzzling product and service consuming public. We don't want politics in our goods and services. We don't want politics in our gas. 
we want good gas. We want good movies. They don't, it's almost like you can't get that concept through to them. And so what they've been told, and they're not entirely incorrect in this one regard. Not only have they been told that the number one thing about them is their politics, but I've said this before, the government, we're now on our probably third <clears throat> full generation where K through college has indoctrinated coming up on the third generation Zoomers, millennials, especially X a little bit less, but the Zoomers, especially that the most important thing about you is the traits you were born with, whether that's your race or your gender or your sexual preference or whether or not you have a mental disorder, whatever it is, <clears throat> that that is for certain and true. And just like we laid down, well, probably multi-trillions of dollars if we just for inflation over the decades, the United States federal government laid down the, the interstate system, starting with Eisenhower, over decades, trillions if we adjust for inflation to today, just as you would modern day corporations take advantage of that infrastructure, <clears throat> the, in, the interstate system to make profit, make money. So too do the marketing departments of modern day corporate America say, look, everyone worships the fact they stand in here and say, oh my God, I got a black penis. Oh my God, I'm a Latina. And that's the most important and amazing thing about me. And that's another reason why they're kind of skewed to go towards that, but, but abandon whether or not the damn product or quality is good. Or you, you can even say, not even trace of your bone, but trace you have, like, for example, fat acceptance. Like, oh my God, Slay Queen, you, you go and to this normal people who don't want to die early of cardiac arrest, you say, that's gross, that's disgusting. They don't, they're, they're targeting that. So <clears throat> that has just greased the skids, this traitism, this, this uh, lie that the most important thing about you is the color of your skin, your, your plumbing down below, or whose genitalia you like to lick. Uh, that, that is, that's a lie, but a lot of people have been indoctrinated by that. And they think that's the most important thing. It's like, oh my God. Pride Month? Yeah, it's June. We have 24 more hours of this. <clears throat> oh my God. You're you're not straight? Hey, come to Target. We just so loves the gazies, which should be condescending. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so what this has created now is getting back to the point. Uh, you have corporations that are not being headed up by Gen X, who are trying to be popular, who are short-sighted who know this infrastructure of tradism has been laid down. They're trying to capitalize on that. And what they have done is disproportionately hired a bunch of women and minorities into their various positions of power. It's through affirmative action. I'm not going to argue this. This is just what's happening. And I'm using Disney as an example, although we can see it everywhere. And there's nothing wrong with hiring women or minorities, but when you hire them for their traits and not their abilities, especially when an entire generation of them have been like just inculcated and um, pickled, sat in vinegar of the most important thing about you is your traits, shock and amazement. What do they produce? Nothing but absolute garbage that plays to other people's traits. And this is why I'm using Disney as an example, but this can go and apply elder, uh, elsewhere among corporate America <clears throat> where they make horrible movies. Hor take the politics out of every Disney, take Strange World, take, take out the gay kiss, take out Lightyear, take, take out the, the, the nothing but hundreds of vaginas running around in the 
Lord of the Rings or the, the Star Wars or <clears throat> Phoebe. I remember the name Phoebe in the Indiana Jones that's coming up. That's just going to be a debacle. Remove all the identity politics and ask yourself, is it a good movie? And the answer is no. These are not good movies. And the reason why is not only do we have corporate leaders and executive teams who have been inculcated in this, this wrong ideology of traits, <clears throat> all the underlings are also inculcated even to more of an extent, turned up to 12 if you're a millennial. Like you look at all the creatives, all right, look, look at all the creatives. Not one of them, going back to my previous point, not a single damn one of them worked a real job in their life. Not a single damn one. These kids have had it on easy mode. And they don't know how to write characters. A lot of people complain about how, like, I, I can't get along with the characters. Critical Drinker, um, Endymion, It's a Gun. I can't associate. I can't, I can't relate to the character. These people never had to make friends. These people never suffered. They have no salt. They have no seasoning. They have no character. These are boring kids born on easy mode from the suburbs or heavily subsidized by the government. And then you come up with basic, sometimes... <clears throat> Mostly it's just boring crap. All right. Also added, it's like, oh my God, it's a woman. Like She-Hulk is an example. And then sometimes it's just psychopathic hatred. Like Mandy Kalang with uh, Velma, where that's just good. Okay, we get it. You hate white males. <laughs> we get it. <clears throat> You're one pissed off psychotic bitch. All right, here's some more money. <laughs> so because it, that philosophy of, of politics over profits, pro politics over quality is what I would ultimately say because quality leads to profits, quality over uh, pro profits over profession, profits over productivity, profits over quality, profits over uh, whatever else. And it goes all the way down to your, your productive groups, your workers, and it's, it's particularly glaring and pronounced when you get to go into a creative aspect music theater television <clears throat> and all that where you could create whatever you want like okay you know dove soap well it's soap oh but we attached a bunch of fat black women to it because we so care all right so you just got it calvin klein they're clothes but we attached a bunch of uh non-binary people to it all right it's still clothes but with fiction essentially <clears throat> you can come up with it and that's all they know all they know is miss andre and patriarch all they know is leftist politics that's it and that's the most important thing they have in life you go look at the writing staff of uh, pick anything the lord of the rings people or not the lord of the ring rings of power <clears throat> willow any box office or television bomb you go look at these people they're boring people you're not going to want to hang out with them. You can't fall in love with them. They're NPCs, the robots. They just, and you're shocked that they can't write a human being. You're shocked they can't come up with a good product or quality. All they know, all they know, because that's all they've been taught is take the white penis and replace it with a Latina vagina and maybe throw it in a wheelchair. Oh, whoa. <clears throat> this, these are not, this isn't Lloyd Alexander. It's not Tolkien writing. These are the adult children of America who grew up under truly privileged conditions with no challenges. I grab your average Iraqi and Afghani vet. 
they'll write a better story because they've seen shit. All right. But not pampering little Miss Kathleen Kennedy. I mean, what what problem did she possibly go through? Because if she had any struggle in her life, this this pie in the sky worthless bullshit wouldn't have made it. Anyway, <clears throat> so because almost top down, the what's governing the corporate managerial class as well as their underlings, nearly all of corporate America is your politics over profit. We are getting not only woke politics in every kind of possible product, movie, and all that. <clears throat> it's also very poor quality. So like I said before, remove remove Cleopatra, the black Cleopatra is a perfect example. The show is still shit. Remove all the pathetic, limp-wristed soy and estrogen actors and actresses that participated in Rings of Power. Just remove them all, okay? It was still shit because the people who are producing it are shit. Not morally. They have no talent. Their talent is shit. And like, oh my God, what are they going to produce? They're going to produce shit. <clears throat> now, let's introduce The Economist again. Here comes Cappy. Bad news, Cappy. Bringing in the bad news. But the bad news just called reality because that's what it is. He's not a pessimist, just a realist. Here comes the bad news. I think it was... Uh, he did a financial analysis of the past couple of years of Disney's movies. <clears throat> and I think the cumulative losses have been 800 million, depending how far back you want to go. And I don't care how thoroughly inculcated the managerial philosophy is or the work ethic is or all of the working corporate American workers' personal philosophies are about politics over profits. The reality is that you need to make money. You need to make a profit. Otherwise, you will not have a company. Not only because the company will go bankrupt, long before that, the owners of the company, whether that's an individual or shareholders or more commonly at this level, uh, which would be uh, asset managers, mutual fund managers, things like that, they're going to say, hey, <laughs> you're losing money. And hey, our stock values are going down. And hey, you you wonder where the, where the backlash is going to come from. It's going to come from this. Uh, it's not like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and a handful of these ultra capitalists own all the majority of the share. The majority of stock is owned by pensions and retirement funds. <clears throat> and so when the union guys, what few remain that actually do real blue collar work and trades work now, find out that prissy little bitch Kathleen Kennedy or want to make believe adult the other gal of the diversity and inclusion hire is destroying and undermining their pension values and their pension funding and consequently when they can retire, what kind of standard of living, essentially they're affecting this, this woke BS when it cascades down is going to lower people's retirement standard of living. Not to mention rich people probably want their money too. <clears throat> Not to mention corporate executives are paid based on profits going up. So at least at the C-suite level, whoever the new CEO dipshit of Disney is this time, they're going to be like, oh, 
But ultimately, so there's the investors that could be like, hey, you're changing your tune. You're going to start making profit, the products that have profit and quality. But ultimately, ultimately in the end, even if the investors are, let's say the investors, let's say all the men die in America and the women, because women live longer than men. This is entirely untrue. Uh, women disproportionately have a higher percentage of the wealth because the men die and leave it to their wives is, is basically how that goes. And then women are just like, oh my God, I just love the socialism so much because I was told to in K through college. And so I want to have whatever. I want to invest in environmentally friendly mutual fund. I want to invest in ESG only companies, bang, 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 which once again puts profits over politics. I'm sorry, puts politics over profits. You'll run out of money and then there, there just won't be any money. You'll have a bunch of, you could have whatever, 30 billion in cash sitting in your account. Might take years, might take decades. But if you keep losing money, all of a sudden there ain't no money there. Now you can't pay your employees, you can't pay your vendors, and Disney shuts down. Now that's unlikely to happen because Disney's theme parks generate a tremendous amount of profit to subsidize basically the special needs division, which is their movie and Disney Plus and wherever Kathleen Kennedy and the make-believe adults you know, play patty cake and Marvel. That's another one. That's that's like a bunch of, I'm just picturing like this daycare with a bunch of kids shit in their pants. <laughs> Except it's a bunch of Disney execs. You know, drawn schmearing crap with their feces. And the, the, that's a really good drawing, little Kathleen. You did good. You drew Phoebe with an attached dildo screwing uh, Harrison Ford. That's a good drawing. <clears throat> but Inevitably, reality has to, to rule. You have to have profit. Otherwise, you don't have a company. I don't care. You know. And now, I've also speculated the federal government would actually probably come in if the politics are agreeable enough with the federal government. They're like, well, we'll just print off another $30 billion in Billy L. Disney. Keep telling them what we want to hear. <clears throat> but removing that, which is speculation down the road, what this faces investors, ultimately the investors, you know, and the corporate executive and the board of directors of all these corporations, they're going to have to face the fact that all this woke diversity, uh, basically profits, uh, politics over profits <clears throat> is not sustainable, is not tenable. And they're going to have to start firing people who subscribe and believe and are I would say to a, a zealot level, a fanatic level are wedded to these woke leftist diversity politics because it's not congruent with reality because you're not making good products. Uh, by the way, by the way, you're not making any minorities or women happy producing crap movies. Okay. You're not serving them. <clears throat> and so what they're going to have to do, there is going to be a purge. And because there's been such a, a, a emphasis on affirmative action and hiring women and minorities over people who might be more qualified, especially those who have this, uh, it's almost a, what's the word I'm looking for? This diversity woke traits uber profits, traits over reality. Uh, it's almost a, a mental disability. 
Are you going to convince Kathleen Kennedy to start making good? Are you going to convince the the writing staff? You going to convince any of these writers in Hollywood? They're like, hey, don't put your politics in the thing and maybe write good stuff. Not only will they not do it, they can't. They don't. I argue again. They come from privileged backgrounds and very soft. All right, <clears throat> but so you're not going to get Kathleen Kennedy. You're right. Hang on. Let me let me change trajectory here. I got some really good scripts I wrote. I got some really good ideas that everyone's going to like, like Die Hard. She doesn't have it in her. And because you've hired these ideologues and they're not capable of producing it, you're going to have to fire a lot of these people disproportionately because you disproportionately hired women and minorities. You're going to disproportionately have to fire some women and minorities. And I'm here to tell you guys in corporate America, all you S&P 500 types, you Fortune 1000 types, right? You all got your MBAs. I run a company called Asshole Consulting. It's better than Bain. It's better than McKinsey. It's better than whatever, Accenture, whatever, because they were just like, oh, my God, more black vagina. Right. That's the thing. You should sell to the kids on their politics. Right. Well, that's why you're here now. You tell me strategy that came out of corporate America, the consultants, that is anything different than that <clears throat> past 20 years. What any new tricks? And my my philosophy is one of reality. Good quality products at a good price. I know it's boring. I know it's Snoresville, but your job is not to be some crusadering Marxist bitch. Saving the world or the environment. Your job, in the case of Disney, is to make good movies and entertain people. Your job at Bud Light or Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, is to make crappy piss beer so the, so the white people of America never get to taste better beer. I don't know what. I saw it. I live in South Dakota, right? As red as a state as you could get. And here's this, this stereotypical white american hick and he he comes out his no shirt he's got his gut he's in one of these like uh temporary living homes you know like where the poor people live because he can't even afford a trailer he cracks open a bud light i'm like buddy have you have you looked at the internet like all right just drink your bud light whatever uh <clears throat> i forgot where i was going with that just picture this guy with his gut and the sun beating down on him <laughs> uh you you have to make products people want. That That's going to be the new edgy consulting managerial trend in book. It's the new fad, which just goes back to the base. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Guys, corporate America, I don't care if the CFO or the person on the line making the widget, your job is to make good widgets at a good price. That's it. That's it. <clears throat> I'm sorry that while well, we're on three generations, and I would I would um, implore the millennials and the Zoomer generation to realize: look, you're pol you can have politics, participate in your private life and your politics, but you're perfectly good enough being an accountant. You're perfectly good enough being a a gun cleaner. You're perfectly good enough being the manager of a car wash. All right, you're contributing to society. You don't need to contribute more to society, and you sure as hell better not put your politics into your corporate world, your corporate life, your working world, your career world, and especially not your product because invariably you're just going to alienate half the people, and you're going to start losing money. <clears throat> and so for you corporations, you could say you heard it here first. This wasn't a report by the Harvard Business Review because they got their heads up their asses. You're going to have to start firing women and minorities. 
you're going to have to start fighting. You're going to have to change your entire woke thing. And you're going to have to, and you can hire new women and minorities who have talent, who can produce the goods. And by the way, and it, I'm aware, I'm aware. This is a train. This is a freight train filled to its maximum capacity, going as fast as it can to a bridge that's out. I know I'm not going to stop them. They're too ideologically wedded. They're too old, too. You're not going to get, I think, Kathleen Kennedy, you know, younger boomer. You're not going to convince her that the most important thing about her isn't her vagina. It, it, it's just, it just, and you're not going to convince, like, look, you ruined, like, you shat on, on the Sistine Chapel. You're just a, a very, you know, you're worse than a worthless person. You're, a, you're economically actually a destructive person. <clears throat> you're not going to get these people to give up their diversity managerial philosophy. You're not going to get, they're not because that's their, because then they're going to have to admit, oh crap, not only was I doing the wrong thing this entire time, I got no skills. Like take, remove the politics from She-Hulk writers. What do they got? Nothing. Bunch of washed up middle-aged pissed off about to become spinster gals that just really have no point purpose in life. Now they'd have to figure out something else. No, no, no. They're going to double down. They're going to keep doing this until they're dead. And so what's going to end up happening is where I'd say, well, you should hire people who are talented. <clears throat> Minority, not women, are not just talented people. But the talented people are already starting up their new one. Um, Critical Drinker had a young black man on uh, to show you that, it, you know, it's not white men that have monopoly on talent. Uh, this guy's just started his own comic, and I think it sold millions. <laughs> And I don't even think it's political. I, I think it's just straight up. There's Shadowmare comics. They're just doing a Dungeons and Dragons type of thing. Um, Theodore Beale, uh, Castile Publishing House. They're doing their own thing, self-publishing. People are going, they're going their own way, <clears throat> especially within the creative industry. And as tech. Now, I did my own thing. I'm not going to wait for a New York publishing house. Some, some asshole with a stick up his butt over in uh, New York or London to, oh yeah, we'll approve your book. I'm writing this book and people are going to buy it. I'm not waiting for these people. So this is a, we are going to replace and you don't, not today, not in our generation, but don't be surprised a hundred years from now. Yeah. Started out doing comic books in his basement. And then uh, now he's the number one comic seller. He goes head to head against the manga or look at all these books. I'm, well, the books right now, I've, I think self-published books outsell the <clears throat> the officially ordained by the publishing houses, Simon and Schuster. Oh, like those guys are dead. Uh, but that that's where the future is going to be, and I I think the the ego and the the lack of real world experience, the lack of pain and suffering, having life on easy mode. Having nothing known but your entire life philosophy of politics is the most important thing. Not actually having any skill or ability. There's no way. There's no way the Fortune 1000 or the Fortune 500 or the Fortune. Not a single one of them are going to go and say, hey, remember when we had funny commercials like the Energizer Bunny or Progressive with Flow, which they still do? Remember how that was funny and people said, ah, I have a positive opinion about that now. <laughs> 
It's going to keep on going. It's going to keep on going because they don't know. And it's going to have to be an, a new generation with a completely different philo uh, philosophy on managing a business. And it better be, it better be that you make good, good quality products at a good price for everyone because that's all it's going to ever be. <clears throat> and until it's that, you're still going to have problems and you're going to start to lose money. And so there you go. So I, I have taken, I have gotten way more joy out of watching the politics, especially of Hollywood, just lose money hand over fist. Just watch these people who, now the other side of having a political philosophy of generally leftism as a managerial philosophy is you also hate people like me, libertarian, white male. You do, you do. Sorry, not all people, <clears throat> but like, okay, I get it. I get it. White male's bad. I get, I saw, I saw, I just like seeing them lose money. And more so than that, for those of you who are always pissed off about, I can't believe they took this character or they ruined this great American classic or whatever else. I'll give you a perfect example. The, Jada Pinkett Smith. I, I, I didn't know she was on the, the Cleopatra, Cleopatra Black show. Absurd. Stupid. That woman just wasted how much of her time in life? Look at how much time in life they're wasting. Look at that. This is and this is why I say you gotta have better hobbies than leftist politics. And you should you should have better should better have better uh, hobbies than all politics, not right wing politics. That's not exactly better. <clears throat> These people. Look at Kathleen Kennedy. Her her legacy will be one that like yeah they just ruined this really great story. This this great fun thing everybody enjoyed. She she ruined hot dogs. She ruined ice cream. I don't know how you do it, but she did it. She ruined it. Oh, she doesn't believe it. She's in her own little echo chamber and made lots of money. But as time goes on, history goes on, this woman and all these other people who are you know, like, we're going to just do this, but with vagina. Not only are they losing their employer's money, they're wasting their lives. They could have been doing something else. I mean, something that they were good at. I don't know what it would be. They could have had family time. They could have done anything, anything better. But this is what they did. And I don't know about you, but at the end of work, I like to feel, see, see a good finished product. Like I got books out, right? Some sell better than others. Uh, what I'm, uh, one book I wrote called uh, How Not to Become a Millennial. That's, I think, my best writing. Be perfectly honest. That's my best writing if you had to ask me. That one bomb, don't care. It's still a good product. I still like, look at that. I didn't write something and then everyone's like, this is horrible. This is Puma Man, if you guys get that reference. This is this is Ishtar. And I, that that would be like, gee, I wasted my life or at least the life I spent on that. These people are wasting their lives. Like She-Hulk? All the writers there are now a, a, a butt joke. The poor actress who, who does, I mean, she's a good actress, but she's now tainted by that. The people with rings of power, I don't know one. Look, they all look like weak, pansified British people. Every single actor in that thing, I, I don't even watch it. I just saw the screenshots and I'm like, where is there a drop of testosterone in any of these? But they just like limp-wristed, like, you're a warrior? You're, where's Vigo Martinson? You're a warrior. Where, huh? 
And that's that will be their legacy. We made this really crappy 100% vagina juice sappy remake. It's just horrible. <clears throat> so there you go. I would and they're not they're not they're not they're not going to this video isn't going to change a damn thing. It's just going to put sand in their vaginas. They're going to get pissed off. That's all they're going to do. And then they're going to wonder why corporate stock prices are going down. I don't know. If that could be a total, like a corporate raider, like now what could happen, Disney's prices, using Disney example, could go down so low that uh, someone, a corporate raider could come in, buy it for pennies on the dollar, fire everyone, take these IPs and like get some real writers back in here. Well, it'd be great if someone did that and says we are decanonizing everything in the woke era. <clears throat> and matter of fact, we're burning it. We're destroying it. Whatever copies are out there are out there, but it's no longer in our vaults. We're destroying all of it. And uh, we no longer back that up. It is no longer canon. It is no longer history. We apologize for our previous predecessors who destroyed this great these great works of American culture. And we, we vow to make... <gasps> Good stories. All right, so there you go. Do we got any super chats? We got some super chats. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Today's super chats. I got the pricing for the gravel. <laughs> I'm not, I'm getting gravel. I'm getting five and a quarter cubic yards of gravel. It's going to be uh, just shy of 300 bucks. Then, uh, so all, all today, I'm not joking. All of today's super chats go to pay for gravel and a dump trailer. I got to rent because I do manual labor. Unlike all these other soft pussies that work in Disney and Amazon and, and all the other places uh, where they just think, let's write about our feelings and how much we hate man. My truth, two bucks. What we need to do is close the gender wage gap. Uh, I'm 100% with you. That's why women should stop majoring in dumb stuff for a dozen years now. Worthless. Young person's indispensable guide to choosing the right major. That has been out for a dozen years. Young women, if they read it and did what was in the book, they would have closed the, they would have closed the gap that year. And I am all for closing the wage gap. That's why I strongly endorse women going to STEM and the trades, and they work as many hours as men. And then you will close the wage gap. <clears throat> you girls will. Well, I don't want to. Oh, it's too bad. Then you won't close the wage gap. Red Hawk, five bucks. All of the crying environmentalists couldn't even tell you where Zion National Park is. It's all a bunch of BS. Well, there's also the online effect. Someone, uh, Kindle, K-I-N-D-E-L. He was talking about how all these Hollywood studios mistake tweets as, as legal uh, tender, as, as money. It's like, no, those aren't money. Those aren't dollars. Um, it's kind of the same thing with the environmentalists. They're just online. The, the, <clears throat> I know I've been very hard on the managerial classes of corporate America whose corporate philosophy and life philosophy is leftist politics. Um, that could be applied, though, I'd say 80% of the American population in corporate management or not. And all they got is their leftist politics. Like, I'm for the environment. Meanwhile, you know, they drive a car they don't maintain. It gets bad gas mileage. <clears throat> they don't have solar panels, whatever. Um, and they just they just do that on the internet. They don't actually go to Zion Park. That would require they get off their ass and go do something. 
My truth, 20 generous dollars. I like to call it henpeckism. Typical of the generation following the greatest generation, full of brave, strong men. We can't thank the boomer generation enough for having never grown a spine and molding millennials. Yeah, the those those um those baby boomer men really were kind of on autopilot, weren't they? They're a little asleep at the helm. I mean, without without them, I mean, thank God they were there because otherwise, asshole consulting would have never existed. There'd be no need for my books. Think think of the industry. And I don't, not even this narrow focus of the red pill industry or, <clears throat> you know, how to be a man or anything like that. Think of how much wisdom boomer men failed to pass on and how many people now make their living teaching other people up. Like we had to rediscover dating. We had to rediscover male-female dynamics. We had to rediscover financial planning. We had to rediscover health. All these podcasts and YouTubers and everybody out there who are like, hey, you weren't given the right information. Actually, you're given the wrong information by your teachers as well. <clears throat> it, it's, it's employed many people, myself included. You know, and this is why I have that course. I think I even have it linked below. It's on my Teachable. You can find this course called The Dad You Never Had. Because most fathers didn't do anything to raise their kids. And certainly, oh, by the way, Gen X dads are not exactly up to par snuff. What little Jessica wants to cut off her tits and she's 13? Okay, whatever you want, sweetheart. I just agree with all your leftist politics so you touch my peen occasionally. <clears throat> Millennial dads, whoa. I'm my course is gonna be in demand for decades. Decades. Um yeah. It's too bad. Drew, five bucks. Diversity, equity, inclusion coordinators are impossible to fire. Uh, they're going to have to. It's either the company goes bankrupt or they fire these people. Look, you could fire these people. You could fire women and minorities. They they did it with, um, well, they did the, not to go back to Disney all the time. It's just the epitomal example. There was, a, I think, a Latina lady who was also a lesbian because that's really important. Um. I think she was in charge of the CGI. And in her defense, she did some amazing work. But then she just, her politics got in the way. <clears throat> she got fired. They fired the, or maybe she resigned. I don't want to put words in people's mouths. The, the idiot twit that came up with the Bud Light advertisement. I think she's gone. And then the... Actor who played Kang in Quantumadia 3, they fired him, uh, but I would say unjustly because he merely got accused by a psychotic ex-girlfriend, look it up, look it up, of uh, inappropriate sexual stuff to keep it polite and YouTube friendly. Love how I could say vagina, but I can't say other words. We can say vagina juice all day long, but we can't say certain other words. Um, he has not been proven guilty. There's not been a court case. And if President Cappy was around, I'm like, I don't care if they're accused or not. You can't fire them until they're proved innocent or guilty of that. <clears throat> uh, just, you know, not a big labor rights guy, but the, so far, so far, he's not been proven guilty. But he got fired and he was a black male. Uh, so you're and, and my mine is more of a 
like I don't care what the political. Well, you don't understand that you don't have the political power to like. No, no, no. You don't understand. There ain't going to be no money, and then there won't be a company. And I, not one CEO of one corporation is going to listen to me. They're not. They'll they'll ride in until the company is dead, and then a whole set of new companies will come up. And there'll be a new Disney or Disney will be bought out and it'll be moved offshore where they don't have this woke dumbass politics. And they'll just, it'll just be a brand name held in Dubai. We're like, no, we're not hiring a bunch of females or Hispanics. We're in Dubai. Matter of fact, we're going to hire a bunch of Arabs and Emiratis. And we're going to do this. We're going to make good products <clears throat> and we're going to hire the best people. Some of which will include women and minorities. If I had billions of dollars or more time, that's probably what I would do. I'll go look at these American companies that are just crippled by leftist, uh, uh, truly racist and sexist and bigoted politics in general. Wait for them to make crappy products, crappy products, crappy products. Buy it 20 cents on a dollar. Ship it out to the Middle East somewhere. Probably Dubai. And like, okay. We're going to start making good movies again. <clears throat> and I don't care if it's an all straight white male Christian cast. We're going to have good plots with good people. Oh, but you don't have enough. Come to Dubai and sue me. Look, I probably gave some future trillionaire his idea and path to wealth. Uh, I wonder how these lawsuits are going to look down the road with these positions in place. You... Look, they invited, they invited, uh, what is his name? Dracula. They invited Dracula into their house. Now they're, now they're cursed. Now they got to deal with this. Not one diversity and inclusion person is going to be good for you. Not one. They're politically motivated. You should have it as a policy. You hire the best, not skin color, gender, any kind of other trait. <clears throat> but remember... The people who decided to create a diversity and inclusion or equity department are the ones who got brainwashed 25 years ago. This is their politics. Just there you go. Uh, nonstop trade, two bucks. Fat people are now a legal protected group in New York City. Good. I Fine. Let's go give, give you another example. They're too politically protected. They have too much political power. They're going to die early. They're going to die. There's there's the brass tax. Nonstop trade two bucks. A woman was late was late forty times plus, but got paid millions. Uh, well, which one? Like someone you worked with? Did you know, man? Two bucks, Canadian. Imagine HR Karen asking you your pronouns and gender. Oh yeah. Like here here's another thing. Let me. Before you guys sign up for corporate America, I've said this a million times. All right. I have a colleague I know who works for a large corporation, and now they're requiring not only him, but all the people within uh, this company to put the pronouns in their emails. I would quit. You don't want to, you don't want to work for that company. You don't want to go into that world. You guys want to fight back? Do you really, do you really, like, when do you draw the line? I'm amazed. I'm just amazed at what a bunch of spineless pussies, even the conservative libertarian, simply not left Americans are. Oh, my God. They're teaching our kids sexual stuff that they shouldn't at this age. I'm like, well, you're going to pull them up. Whoa, pull them out of school. Well, then my wife would have to stay home or I would have to stay home. Then we couldn't afford our Range Rovers and we couldn't pay for our MBA student loan debt. 
we, we like our kids, but not more than the stuff we have in our house. Like, okay. <clears throat> this is why you're a minimalist, which, by the way, another course. Look, the less money you need, the less power these people got over you. And I made damn sure that, like, if literally at any point in my life, no matter how poor I was, I had enough money where they're like, we want you to put your pronouns. I'm like, nope, you're out an analyst. Goodbye. You're out of vice president. Get out. Good. See ya. And if enough of you do that, they'll be like, oh, crap. <clears throat> and I'm like, well, what are you doing? I'm, you know, making names to get my own thing going on. I'm like, hey, you should have been doing that a while ago. You don't have to tolerate this, guys. Not as a client, not as a customer, and not as an employee. They said, we're having you do pronoun. I'm like, no, I'm out of here. No, I'm not. Nope, I'm not. It's not going to happen. And all of a sudden, look, when they lose the sane people, like the productive people, they're, they're over. Look, Disney... <clears throat> In theory, could get anyone they want to hire because it's still Disney, right? Look, they still can't make a profit. Could you imagine if the sane and functional, normal, everyday people just quits? Says, "Yeah, we're not doing this anymore." Oh my gosh, they wouldn't. The, the lights wouldn't be on. Christoph and on two bucks. Wolkster squatting in corporate bo boardrooms. Fine, there's not going to be a board when the electricity when the electric bill isn't paid because they ran out of money. There will not be a boardroom anymore. There won't be a, well, there'll be a boardroom. They're going to have a board meeting, but it could be in the dark and it'd be about absolutely nothing because the company doesn't exist anymore. Jack Dawes, two bucks. How familiar are you with James Lindsay? Um, <clears throat> I've heard that name before. Uh, not at all, but I have heard his name before. Drew, two bucks. I'm definitely going back for my CDL. Why not? Yeah, go become a truck driver. Go, go work at the local bar. This this corporate dude, it is no longer worth it working at corporate America. I, I don't work for the big four in accounting. Don't work for a Fortune 500 company. Just don't. Why would you? And the second they give you politics, the second like, well, you got to donate to the United Way. Yeah, we got a corporate. We we're here to start. They're putting up flags, whatever variety, and it ain't the U.S. flag. Bye. I'm out of here. Whoa, 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 where you got luck? I come here to work and make widgets. Not like listen to your 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 speaker that you had. You know, you shut down the entire factory line so we could hear somebody talk about whatever trans rights when we're a CNC milling machine uh, factory over here. All right, I, I'm done with this. No, goodbye. It could all end tomorrow. It could. Well, you guys got mortgages and, and student loans and car loans that you've signed up for. But if you took my course, Achieving Minimalism Theory and Practice, which is open for enrollment the next 36 hours, linked, I think, indirectly below, or you could just search Aaron Clary Teachable uh, Achieving Minimalism, you'll find, I don't know. Do you want to put pronouns in every email? How far back do you want that corporate cock? Do you want it to just shoot it into your esophagus and not the back of your throat? How far deep do you want it? Drew, two bucks. Not a whole lot of woke BS in skydiving community. Yeah. Yeah, just, I, I man, go buy your food, get your solar panels, get your wood-burning stove, find your little job, tend your little garden, and just leave these people the F alone. Leave the asylum.
Christoph Anon, five bucks. Any remake of Cleopatra that does not use a short topless greet, uh, Ptolemaic. Yeah, see, I know how to pronounce that word. I listen to enough ancient history podcasts. Actress is doing it wrong. <clears throat> AGB, five uh, bucks, new guy. Should I use a portion of 300000 in savings to live in Thailand and get the girls? I'm five, five, by the way. I like to keep working, but dating sucks here. Yeah, I would go. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can work remote, go to Thailand, man. Five, look, I, I hate to be on the fence. It's, I'm not on the fence. I'm in the right position. I'm not one who's like, oh, you're short, give up. It's impossible. Nor am I like, oh, you're short, you just got to work at it more, bro. I am 100% accurate and correct in my position that it presents a hurdle. And the shorter you are, the higher the hurdle is. <clears throat> and it's a it's a big, important, one of the top three traits women look for is height. And your life is too damn short as a 5'5 five, five guy to be trying to date in the West. Now, if you find a girl who's 4'9 and a short gal, sure, ask them out. But, you know, they're like, well, you're only 5'5. Five, five. Like, bitch, you're 4'9. What the fuck? Well, I went six feet tall. All right, fine. But go. Just go, man. Don't bring them back here. Don't fall in love. Don't propose to marriage. Please have your head about you. But yeah, go to Thailand. Go to go Ecuador. South America have shorter people in general. You know, just, just letting you know. Yeah, go. You're not having success here, right? Yeah. I love I love the backlash on the, the passport bros. You go fishing, you sit in a fishing spot for two hours, you don't catch no fish. What do you do? You go to a different spot. Guys are here decades fishing for girls, they don't get no girls. What do you do? You go to a different spot. And then all the girls are like, Oh my god, I can't believe like dude, you weren't biting, okay? And I came out to fish to catch some fish. Gonna try another fishing hole over here. How dare you try? You just couldn't catch fish in the uncatchable fish fishing hole. Frankenfoot, two bucks. How far, how far do you think AI will go? It will go as far as it will. <clears throat> I don't think it will ever replace sentient human being. I just don't see it. I'm not an AI expert, by the way. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Next month is White History Month. Jesse Lee Peterson. I, I don't get it. Isn't Jesse Lee Peterson black? Uh, Frank Modafano, our hiking agent in the field for five bucks. We're about to go back to the good old days. Perform or go home. You either generate revenue or burn revenue. Yes, but it's going to be at least decades, at least 20 years for this current bout of diarrhea to go through the digestive track of corporate America. That this bout of corporate, man the managerial class of diarrhea is going to take a while to go through. And it's going to be have to replace with a new one. So in the meantime, as I've said many times before, it's self-employment and minimalism. There is no way you should be going to the, one, to be taxed at 40%, two, to suffer politics, and three, to suffer the psychopathic environment of corporate America. Forget the politics. It already was. How do you think Scott Adams got so popular? No, it's, it's save your money. Spend only what you need. Do everything you can yourself. <clears throat> Work remote, multiple sources of income. Just, it, it's to inoculate yourself. Look, do you guys want to work for Kathleen? Could you imagine working at Disney? Could you imagine that? Some people have to because they're young. I want to break into Hollywood. Uh-uh. Ah. Not going to happen. 
Glenn Lawrence, subscribe to his channel, please, guys. Ten bucks. The quickest way to shut down an actor's career is to accuse him of something sexual. Yeah, you're <clears throat> you're in the feet. Glenn, by the way, professional bodybuilder and actor. So he, he's in the business. What happens is his career growth stops and they pay thousands to clear their name. Right. And I bet you never come back fully. Which is why I would be like, okay, did you fire him? He has been proven guilty. All right. Well, you're going to get sued now. Wrongful fire. I'd, I'd be like a hawk, man. I'd be a hawk. They'd be like, well, it has been. Well, then it better get to trial. And whatever happened, like innocent, innocent man, innocent woman. <clears throat> AGB, uh, five bucks. Wanted to get married at some point, but you showed me how dangerous marriage is. Losing the blue pill programming still hurts, but thank you. Look, you know what's going to hurt a lot more? Not getting rid of that blue pill programming. Look, you can, with intelligence and some critical risk assessment abilities, you could still get married in the right cultures. But that's not the West. That is adamantly not the West. All right, you got to look at the laws. This is, this is not a philosophical argument. This is not an emotional argument. This is not an argument of, of, of hatred or <clears throat> retribution. This is a legal argument. You look at the marriage laws in the United States. You look at how judges are ruling. You, you watch a game. There's team blue and team red. And the referees are giving baseball bats to team red to beat the crap out of team blue. And then every, everyone in you on the sidelines, why don't you go play for Team Blue? You go play for Team Blue. No, 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 no. You don't go play for Team Blue. You say, I'm going to find another field where they're not murdering people on the field. Generation Apollo, five bucks. Wokeness doesn't just cost money. It costs lives. Ask Ocean Gate how well not. Yeah, not hiring old white guys work from. I wonder, though, to be perfectly intellectually honest, was that taken out of context? Like, I, I uh, criticize white people as well. A lot of times out of humor, because let's just admit it. Sometimes there's some funny things about different people of different traits. You know, it's kind of what humor is about, but we can't do that anymore. Uh, but I'm also critical of white people in a constructive manner sometimes. Uh, was he just saying, was he kind of being, the, yeah, you don't want a bunch of old white guys. Like, I could see that. Like, yeah, I get what he's going for. <clears throat> but I do recall Joker at Better Bachelor said that they got rid of an old white guy who was like their safety guy or raised some safety concerns. Well, okay. Now, now, uh, now that it comes out of malice, now it's kind of like, ha ha. So, uh, yeah, I I just I I see I want to protect the freedom of speech and above all else I want to be able to make fun. I want to have humor. And sometimes you because that's the thing about we pick on Anthem all the time about being a Mexican. I'm doing a ton of yard work out there. I take a picture of the yard like what a sad day when the white man has to do Anthem's job. That's funny. It's funny. Do I hate Anthem? No. He's the one of the greatest gay friends I've ever had. All right. But if we can't pick on him, a matter of fact, there'd be a good legal case to say all this anti, oh, you can't pick on each other because of traits you were born with. We could say that's sexist because that's how men do it. What else do we got to pick on each other for? You take away gay jokes, racial jokes, other kind of height jokes, trait. You take away all the traits that we got to make fun of people.
What are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? We're stuck with being women, paying each other compliments we don't believe. Hi, Atham. That's a nice shirt you have on today. Is it thick, Aaron? Stabbing each other in the back, trying to steal each other's woman. <clears throat> hey, knuckle nuts. <laughs> oh, no, we can't have that. We can't have that. Non-stop trade, two bucks. But it's easy for Cappy to be a minimalist. He's 5'3". Right, right. But caloric intake is a lot less. Everything's smaller. Me and Jet Li. It's just everything's small. Smaller car, better fuel efficiency, smaller motorcycle engine. Drew, five bucks. See? And he picked on me because I'm sweet. Oh, my God. Were my feelings hurt? No, because I don't have sand in my fragile Democrat vagina. <clears throat> Man, those leftists are missing out on some good fun when you get to rip on each other. Aren't they? Aren't they missing out on some fun? They are. What do you mean, Hispanic? <sighs> Drew, five bucks. James Lindsay wrote fake college papers and got them. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. It's pretty hilarious how they got over on academia and got the papers published. Yep, yep. It Well, some of those social sciences and the liberal arts are so they're not only are they pointless but the people in charge know it's pointless it's just a money-making operation for them so they have to go through the facade of making academic sounding papers they probably just push that right through yeah it gets published in some obscure journal i know someone who had to get their doctorate I'm like well i gotta get published i'm like how does that work so you have to go to like this accredited or, or certified publication it's got to get published. And you look at these publications, I'm like, these publications only exist so PhDs can get their shit published. That's it. Has no bearing on the real world. It's all a bunch of ho a hooey and hokum. <clears throat> My truth, five bucks. Cappy, so you mentioned R.P. Thor's lineman course. Yes, please take it. Look at Red Pill Thor. It's on Gumroad. Was he a lineman? He was a lineman for 38 years. He, he set up his own. He built and installed his own solar panel system. Yes, this is one of the foremost experts. Yes. Why he leave the trade? I think he just got retirement money. He's 60 years old. He's old as hell. Uh, but then also his wife uh, got in a cri life crippling accident. She was paralyzed from the neck down. Thankfully, she started getting feeling again. He's been dealing with his wife for the past two years taking care of her it, it's it's a horrible look <clears throat> if you want to help him out obviously he's charging for this but if you want to become a lineman or you have a young man a young woman <laughs> oh, oh that was funny uh who wants to go make hundreds of thousands of dollars and not go to college and like have lifetime employment please send it to thor's course yes please uh was he union or non-union i think it was union How's lineman overseas outlook? Uh, he can. <clears throat> I had a client from the United Kingdom who could come to the United States and make a lot more. But they were in demand. over. Look, across all the world, all right, all these boys are playing the video games and jerking off to the prawn. There's a shortage of all trades, right? And women, despite claiming to want to strong, independent, we're the exact same as men. Shockingly enough, they're not signing up to be like sewer engineers or linemen or tradesmen where they go out in the cold and do physical work or in the heat. They're just doing their diversity and inclusion, playing with their hoo-ha game. 
All right. So there is a desperate shortage for real workers. We got a surplus of journal journals. We got a surplus of diversity and inclusion majors. We don't have linemen. So I would absolutely look into it. Goth Rocker, five generous dollars again. We'll never get married and done with American women. Work too hard for everything I have. Yeah, it's it's not even the money. It it's just the damn principle. Half and in divorce. And then on top of it, there's the financial risk. Let's look at it. Scotty Pippen's divorce. That's been going on seven years. No. No, ab absolutely. No. No, absolutely not. Ab absolutely. And, and most women get fat as they get older. No. I don't care how cheap that sounds, ladies. That's the facts. Men want to have sex until they're dead. You can either help them with that and love the guy or not. I'm objectified. That's fine. You have that choice. But don't expect men to be proposing when you're 300 pounds. The, the whole idea, I know it's outside the scope of this thing, but I, I'm fascinated with the, the dating, romance, courtship, marriage environment in the United States and the West where... No one considers what men want. Like, nothing, it doesn't factor in. It, it's just fascinating to me. Like, well, what do men want? Never seen an article. What do men want? Very simple. It'd be a very short article. But it's ne it never comes up. I'm just I'm like, wow, this is to analyze only one side of a formula and think you're going to figure it out. <clears throat> all right. We all caught up. We all caught up. All right. So link below. I think I have a couple links. One to my Amazon affiliate program. If you guys kind of would do all your Amazon shopping through that link, you can bookmark it or you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's the Amazon link there. If you just want something you can remember, olderbrother.com slash donate. Doesn't cost you anything extra. I get a 5% commission and cut. No, I don't know that you buy your rainbow colored dildos. I don't know. I don't care. So it's anonymous and secret and private. Uh, also linked below is a link to my Subscribestar account or channel or whatever you want to call it. That's where I upload the Road Trip podcast. That's my membership thing. So it's two bucks a month because I didn't want to be too pretentious. And then you get access to all those podcasts and a couple pinups. Of some girls that were very kind to give us pinups in the past PG-13. Back in the 2010s to 2014s where girls like, hey, what do you think? Like, hey, I like that. That's nice. But those days are over. <clears throat> uh, there's also links to my teachable courses, which are all predominantly financial related. There's Achieving Financial Excellence. That's kind of an introductory course. I'm starting to get your financial act together. There's the dad you never had, the one I mentioned before, especially if you didn't have a father. That goes over everything like retirement planning, careers, purpose of life, how to develop a work ethic, everything your dad should have taught you. Uh, and then also uh, is the Achieving Minimalism Theory and Practice, which is my flagship product. That is 450 bucks because I'm not effing around. And it's more than that because you have to add sales tax. That will close for enrollment at the end of June at, at midnight. Uh, 12.01 a.m. on the 1st, it's it's closed. Um, so sign up for that then. You have 45 days to complete the course, however. It's, it's the sign-up period. That one I issue sparingly because I'm sick and tired of trying to convince people to get their financial lives together. And usually if you invest 500 bucks, then you're like, oh, maybe I ought to pay attention this time. 
there's other reasons for it as well. <clears throat> not not least of one being that I'm greedy and I like money too. Yes, I do make a lot of money on those courses. But you've, I don't know, you want to have retirement or you not want to have retirement? That might be worth 500 bucks for you. <sighs> and there's something else linked below. That's about it. Do we have everything? We got everything. All right. Thanks for all the donations to buy gravel and a dump trailer. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.